Chapter 1 Trey followed closely behind a dark figure at an urgent pace. Where he was headed and his reasons for going there were as murky as the dimly lit corridor that stretched ahead as far as he could see. A petite girl hurried alongside him, matching his rapid footsteps. Her fair skin and perfectly white hair stood out against the dark surroundings. For an instant, his heart lifted with the recognition it was Livy, but the looming dread returned stronger than before. Livy's gaze steadied on the feet of the tall figure who led their way. Clearly, Trey wasn't the only one feeling apprehensive. As they passed beneath one of the few overhead lights, the soft blue glow highlighted the long, straight hair of their leader. Arkin? Trey whispered under his breath. Not one in their group broke stride to acknowledge his question in any manner. Trey studied the man's jostling narrow shoulders. With further thought, it couldn't have been his father. Arkin's smooth, deliberate gait was unmistakable. And in the months Trey had known his true father, he had never seen him wear anything but pure white robes. Without warning, the dark silhouette slowed. Ahead, the corridor continued into blackness, but a dark opening in the wall suggested a passage to their upcoming left. Two steps later, another figure came into sight, lurking in the alternate hallway. A pair of glassy, jet-black eyes turned to Trey as his entourage rounded the corner. Even in the dim lighting, the pasty naked skin of the alien being that stood in front of them made Trey's stomach lurch. With a sudden gasp and a convulsing jerk, Trey jolted awake to a bright, sunny afternoon, buckled into the front passenger seat. The quiet hum of the road noise created by Livy's Toyota Prius seemed deafeningly loud compared to the eerie quiet of his dream. He took a deep breath and let his senses normalize to his true surroundings. Livy turned to him from the driver's seat for only an instant. Her chrome aviator sunglasses blocked the view of her large blue eyes. But Trey picked up on the concern he was certain they held. She glanced into the rearview mirror, then spoke quietly as she drove. Another one of those dreams? Trey spun in his seat, tipping up his own dark sunglasses to see into the dark back seat. Nestled together, fast asleep in the cozy small space, Zack rested his head on Amy's shoulder with his mouth agape. Trey couldn't hold in a chuckle. Suppose I should wake him before he drools on her? Nah, let them sleep, said Livy. I was right about the dream, wasn't I? Trey turned back ahead and slouched into his seat. It doesn't matter. It's just a dream. Livy huffed out an aggravated breath. We don't have just dreams. Trey rolled his eyes. I talked to Arkin like you said, and he's never heard of anyone having premonitions in their dreams. Fine, but did he say it wasn't possible? No. Trey hesitated, recalling how fascinated his father had been with the possibility. It's just a dream. I bet a psychiatrist would say it represents my fear of picking the wrong college, or something lame like that. Yeah, said Livy, sarcastically. I bet that's it. Amy spoke up from the back seat, clearly not as asleep as Trey had thought. I'd have nightmares too if I were thinking about going to Longwood Community College. Hey, cried Trey. Who said anything about LCC? Your mom said you were offered a free ride, so I thought you must be considering it. No, I'm not considering it. She just wants me to stay in Longwood where she can keep covering for me. They've never been concerned about the money. Jeez, interrupted Livy with a quick elbow. Rude much? Trey was taken aback, wondering what he'd said. Slowly, his air sunk in. 
even with the extensive scholarships Amy had been offered by several top universities. She and her single mother would have a difficult time covering all the expenses. Nonetheless, Amy wasn't actually the one offended. Livy's parents might have had the resources. He had no way of knowing. But it didn't matter. Everyone in the car knew that once Livy turned 18, she would be completely on her own financially. To make matters worse, Livy's scattered school records of a boy named Nigel had wiped out any chance she had for financial aid or scholarships. Sorry. Livy shrugged it off. Don't worry about me. I'm not the college type anyway. The purr of the small hybrid engine was the only sound in the uncomfortable silence that followed. Trey began to wonder if his psychoanalysis had been spot on. Each day of summer brought his small group of friends closer to changes that might separate them for good. 